When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Beer, beer, we want more beer. All that's screaming. Get the fucking beers in. That is brilliant. What was that right? from? I don't know. Did you just make that up? I've just, I think it might. Uh, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, I didn't make it up. I'm not right. taking credit for that. My first question: Did you make it up? Yeah, I've heard it. Well, no. So your initial <laughs> thing was you wanted to lie. <laughs> I thought should I take boast? credit for it? But I thought now someone would call me out. No. Um, <sighs> Welcome to Harkon Listing with Christopher and Stuart, and with a little bonus episode. Yes, I hope you've all got uh, a uh, a a beery boner for this um, mm. bonus. Beery boner. This yeah. is our most perfect. So this is with Charles yep. from Love Beer, and this is the most professional we've ever managed to keep it when he's come over. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna review a bunch of lovely beers um, just off the back of Triannuary. Yeah, I believe where Charles had sort of had did a little road trip up north and visited a bunch of um, like micro breweries. Yeah, and Jesus fucking Christ, guys, the things he brings mm. back. Are amazing, and yeah. if you want a weekend away, you really need to be thinking about doing this. Right, with, not with not with Charles. That would be <clears> weird. I don't know. Drop him a message. He'd probably be up for it. <laughs> but he brings back some the beers we had. I think these five that we go through. Yeah, it was amazing, and it was the first time I drunk all year. It was the first time Charles had drunk all year. Um, Sorry, you, you mean after thirty days? After yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah right. I hadn't drunk for thirty days. Yeah. So that was quite impressive. I think everyone will agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah but we hold out, we keep our shit together. Yeah. But it was just a pucker episode. What I should say is if you've listened to um, previous episodes, you know that they're generally utter carnage. I mean, we had a crack doing this, but um, yeah, it wasn't as messy as the, the Love Beer and Big Papa J episode, which yeah. spiraled into just yeah. madness. I, I, incidentally, um, Big Papa J will be coming to the... Uh, within in two weeks to record a Patreon special. Oh, um, shit. So, uh, Does he know what his top five is? Uh, he said top five uh, angriest uh, C-words. Um, okay. like that. Yeah. He said Lieutenant Harris from Police Academy, Captain Caveman, and <laughs> I can't think the other one was. <laughs> it's really angry people. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know what we're going to do with, with Big Papa J. It's down to you, Patreons, mm. um, to... To suggest that yeah, one, yeah, give us some of, top five suggestions. One of the perks of being a Patreon. Yeah, anyway, sure. let's stop banging on about that. If you want to do that, then go over to patreon.com forward slash mm-hmm. and that is all explained there. Mm-hmm. Back to today, because we're nice, we've given you another bonus, bonus episode. episode. And also, um, yeah, we'll, we'll announce that I think Soon Love Beer is going to be one of our sponsors. Yes, yes. Um, it's, it's wicked that we can announce that, and um, Charles 
through doing this has actually had quite a lot of business and yeah. and, and he wanted to, to come on board and sponsor us uh, through Patreon so how cool is that thanks Charles crazy hippie that has just started up a business and it's grown and grown and grown yeah. and we've been well, we met him literally as he just started yeah. and he's the guy that built the little bar in the within and as I'm sitting here now looking at five kegs of beer which he's bought over um, lovely guy um doing it all for the right reasons yeah, as well that's right um, yeah. and he it's just nice when you're going to find out in a minute what, what it's like when someone really gives a shit about mm. what they do yeah. and he's, he's lucky that the thing he really gives a shit about is drinking beer and that comes across in this episode so um, yeah strap yourselves in because we're going to drink some beer and, um, and we'll catch up with you at the end peace cheers it's a drunken soiree in the within Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Hello, Crudem. Hello. How are you, Stuart Whiffen? All good. How are you? Yeah, good, man. I'm I'm proper excited. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking lie. Okay. Um, Let's get straight to it. One One of my New Year's Eve resolutions was drink less. In fact, it was drink only six times in the year. Yeah. Which it's looking like I'm going to end up having my head shaved because despite not drinking up until today, yep. we've got our man Dem Charles from Love Beer here with us. Yep. And he has been on a no drinking. Uh, um, dry January, Chris. Dry, dry January. January. Right, right. I'm slow, slow, slow. And we're both today going to have a beer for the first time in about four weeks. Okay. Charles. Hello. Sup, yeah. You're right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, Welcome yeah. back, um, man. You've ma- got to be our most yeah. biggest regular Prolific. now. Yeah, Surely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Surely. Part of Three, the this will be the third one to get put out, and we've yeah. still got the lost episode as well, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you must have deleted that by now. I don't know where yeah. it is. I've got it. It's, like, it's genuinely it. lost now. Oh, oh it's on your well, laptop, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's on my laptop, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. fucking hell. I'd love to listen to that now. Yeah. Maybe we'll release that for patrons. Yeah, for God's sake. <laughs> Yeah, that was the real fans. <laughs> the people, the people who, who don't give a fuck. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, are on board with the fact that we're really Mental fucking idiots. unprofessional. Yeah. As bad as the last one, though. Oh. To be fair, I the remember la- walking away from that feeling. Well, I didn't so have my yeah, your previous um, appearance was with Big Papa Jay. Yeah, yeah. Um, where did it go? A three parter. Yeah, yeah, was it, yeah it was three part. Yeah, I distinctly remember listening to the third part yeah. and, and stopping halfway through that. Oh, we all chaos. got really fucking drunk that night, didn't I, we? We, I laughed a lot. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, and then I had a lot of anxiety the next day. Oh, I mate, yeah. I've, I've had about two, three months of anxiety. It's been horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just, just like woke up and he just literally said to me, "I don't remember anything that I said last <laughs> night." And I was like, "Fucking hell, man!" I said, "We." We all got a bit excited, didn't we? And it just spiralled quite quickly. It's because, do you know what? Right, we'd had a couple of little um, loosen and wrappers while we were just getting settled. Yeah, didn't it literally we? was maybe a pint and a half. Yeah, and then but then you brought out the big gun straight away yeah, upon yeah. request. Like we all we all wanted to try that coffee stout, and that is a dangerous one to start yeah. on, isn't it? And we, it's I think, we just lost our minds after that. Something about um, mixing the alcohols as well. Yeah. Um, I think on the podcast, I can't really remember, but uh, 
on the on the run up to that, I basically did that evening with my mates uh, in in Bristol, and we had less. No, we had more beer at that one. But we were going there. It was like eight of us, and we were on the way up there. We were thinking we've only got about three beers each. We're probably not going to get that drunk. Wait, we were all slaughtered by the end of it. It's something about mixing all yeah. the styles, like saison through to mm. porters. I think yeah. hits you as hard as mixing yeah, yeah, grain yeah, yeah. and grain and grape. I definitely had a hangover. Sorry, mate, I'm just going to move your mic just a little bit so it's into your just because. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. That's all right. I just want to make sure that we're getting, Hello. Getting you. Better. Oh, much better. Yeah, on the fly. So what? Um, it's going to be much the same. You're going to be yeah, um, not discussing... as much beer though. Okay, so explain what you've brought along. Uh, well, this time we, uh, well, I had to. I had a meeting up in Huddersfield, and some of the best breweries are in the UK at the moment uh, are up in Huddersfield. Um, one of the brewers, Cloudwater in Manchester, actually got. I didn't visit them because they wouldn't have me, but uh, they <laughs> have actually been voted second best in the world um, by Rate Beer. Wow. So it was while I was up there, I thought I can travel up one day, come back down, boring, or I can spend three days and do a whole tour of all the breweries up there. So just went up there and, yeah, did a couple of really big ones and um, came back down. Got lots and lots of beer. Wasn't drinking while I was doing it as well. So I haven't drunk anything wow. while I was up there uh, and come back down. You've mentioned Cloudwater to us before, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you. One of you had a Cloudwater at that drunk cast as well. <laughs> I spotted the uh, the orange Cloudwater can on the yeah, on the yeah. on the bar. Yeah. That was that was oh, messy yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I've had such bad anxiety. I haven't been able to listen to to much <laughs> since. <laughs> I just, yeah, I've sort of, yeah, been dipping in every it now and then. It does scare, it does, it can scare you. I, we have to, like, I don't know how, how You've I been practised at it. Well, no, you've yeah, just yeah. also, aside from whatever we're drinking tonight, you have um, also turned up and there's five barrels of beer being delivered to the within. Yeah, they're not all full though. He's making it sound like there's a lot more there than there is. But there's, I mean, there's enough to keep you busy for a month or so. Yeah, I mean, we bought over five barrels. Okay, they may not be full, but they, yeah, yeah. they look, you know, look damaging enough. Yeah. And um, I just can't, I, just when you just said you've just done a tour, you've done, you, uh, uh, given this is your speciality and you've done a three-day tour of it, I can't get over how lucky we asked you, really, to be able to, like, you come along and just... Bring these yeah. fucking yeah, amazing drinks. Leg work. Yeah. There's no leg work, and it's just the best. Yeah. Well, this, it's just the yeah. best beer. Because the last one, I, although I can't really remember a great deal, I can remember. I can remember so, like quite a few of the beers that we had, and I they can't were. Remember any? I oh, see. That. I can. Like the the, the, oh, the yeah. blood orange one from the first one. Yeah, that was good. Mm. I've still got that bottle at it's home. Actually, yeah, it's nice. Well, these. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I've not tried any of them because. I haven't been drinking, so I don't know how good these are going to be. Some of them are really good um, brewers. Uh, There's some good stories to tell on the actual breweries. Um, But all of these, uh, this is all going to be a bit of quality testing for Mm -hmm. uh, the subscription service we do where we're supplying to home bars and offices. Starting to do a bit more of that. Starting to get more more inquiries and business through that, so I've started to broaden the the amount of breweries. It's not so Mm London-centric anymore. Starting to go up north. Some of the ones that we've got here, I mean... I started off going to Thornbridge and Buxton. Um, Thornbridge is just outside of Bakewell and Buxton's in Buxton, mm-hmm. where the water is. Um, those two are considered really good. And then from there, um, just got recommendations. And literally just through speaking to them, got recommendations and all the others. And some of the smaller brewers are just so nice. Um, you know, proper collaborative. But there are a couple of big ones I did as well. But anyway, we'll get into it. 
So you, there's still that vibe that you've reported back to us before about yeah. like how these 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 breweries sort of and work actually together. the northern breweries like they're so within their little area like yeah. Sheffield for example there's one that's coming up from Abbeydale Brewery Sheffield is like you've got so many beer uh, so many craft beer pubs in Sheffield some of them are really really good but they mm. just don't need to push their beer out that yep. far they they've got van drivers and they'll go 35 miles out of Sheffield in a in a circle and that's as far as it goes uh, and you've got a couple more bit further up north as well which again they just don't go much further down than manchester because it's just its own little bubble up there and honestly if we get a chance i'm going to buy you a couple of tickets to a beer festival up there or something like that because the scene up there compared yeah. to down here is is it blew me away it's genuinely a, yeah it's a great reason to go on a beano really yeah. isn't it that's and, a road and, trip isn't it it is a road trip yeah, that has yeah. got a hardcore listing road trip written all over yeah. it mate that has so i'm up for yeah, that yeah yeah maybe I, we'll jump in a few rivers on the way up there yeah do a bit of wild swimming. while swimming yeah not drunk no. And can I just say as well today, so what, what you said is in, in terms of the format is we're going to really be part of your quality control, uh, your yeah, production yeah. line here. So, so hopefully you'll like it. Have you got any overalls for us? I want to love beer overalls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my overalls are just normally a, a flannel t-shirt, flannel shirt or something <laughs> some, like that. So. Some hippie. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Well, let's let's get rolling. Oh, yeah, let's okay. Get, let's Fred, well, as, I've as also... Um, good man, Fred does. Having shot uh, Papa J down last time, immediately <laughs> on the glassware, yep. I've gone out and Most bought. awkward start to any of our podcasts <laughs> I ever. I fucking yeah, love it. I didn't mean it to come out like that, but as a reconciliation, I've bought uh, six selections of Ponzi glassware. <laughs> <once>. <laughs> That's amazing. That was, I was in hysterics. Because the second thing... He asked, you shot him down, and I fucking loved that as well. I was just like, yeah, you prick, why are you asking this? Oh, brilliant. Um, we should also add that um, for every drink, we're going to, um, we've both bought um, a, a couple of, of our favourite bar snacks, yeah. and it's not just limited to crisps, there's a, there's a bit of a variety of some things here, so we're going to just chat yeah. about some things that we like to eat. Yeah, although uh, I will say that of, of the snacks I brought over, we have demolished about three of the bags that I wanted to talk about already. And I knew once you opened one of them, yeah. they were going to last about 10 seconds. Yeah. I'd like to put my snacks on the table first Ooh. because they may not okay. travel particularly well. Not these okay. ones that are there. But, okay. uh, right, this, uh, in one of the first breweries that we did, uh, mm -hmm. we did, or sorry, one of the first podcasts we did that yep. actually got aired, we did... Um, <laughs> that actually got aired. <laughs> we did uh, Kentish Breweries, Top yep. Five Kentish yeah, Breweries, yeah, yeah. and Angels and Demons featured in that right. with Panama Jazz. This is uh, just a oh, little yeah. top up from where they are. They've started doing some quite interesting stuff. Oh um, my God, so they're the now into that. their second year. It's not as strong as you think. I haven't gone for is an 11. Mm, it's a porter. a porter. Oh, mate, I love a porter. The um, colour of that, it's, it's just brunette in it. Dark, very so dark this, brown. Uh, There's nothing on the bottle, is Yeah, nothing on the bottle at all. It's a test brew. Um, the head brewer Joe has given me a box. We trade. I bought him some from Buxton and Thornbridge. Took them down to him, and he just gave me a box of all of his test brews. And these have been in the shed, aging. This one oh wasn't even God. good to drink um, when I first got it off of him, so it's had to age. A how long? Bit. How long have you had to sit on this one for? Three. I've I've tried it. Um, I tried this. Uh, I've tried it a couple of times because mm -hmm. he's just given them to me. Yeah. Um, so this is now the final version that's going right. into production fairly sure. soon. Uh, this is called Black Taxi to the Moon. Charles is taking a picture with a, a little little Christmas present you bought yourself, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I um, studied art, so I, I've always got <laughs> any any excuse to get a little, little SLR. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've gone out. Handy. And, oh, it's lovely. Yeah, it's really good for. He says, um, taking photos of like bars and stuff yeah. like that. 
Um, well, the setups that you're doing and stuff. In, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just makes it look a little little less bodged. Yeah. Um, right, well, crack on. Mate, I, I just think the hard work you put in, come on, you have the first sip. Because oh, we, alway, we always are the first. We normally always And, and obviously, if you describe it, you're, you've got a much better palate for this. So well, it's strong. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's only it's only five percent, um, but it tastes strong. It's got quite a strong alcoholic kick to it. That glass is the shit. It's got a, like a beetle. It's got a beetle on it in the red print. That angels and demons one. It's amazing. Mm. And here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's happening. I just had a thought actually, wow. because there are right. I've made a massive faux pas here. Brilliant. Because. That's because, because they're on un- yeah, because <laughs> they're unlabeled bottles. I picked up the Imperial Stout, which is eleven percent. <laughs> Brilliant! I tell you what, that's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, considering that's eleven percent, uh, I wanted to save that for myself. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that is Ooh. proper. That is like that is my idea of a, a beer and a stout. That I tell right. you, can I have another blast? Yeah, then? yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, that is so good. He's um, I, yeah, I've. I've tasted that again as it's been developed, and that is um, that's a cheeky boy. Considering that's got eleven percent in it, you could you could drink a lot of that. Yeah, it. I've got it a level with you. No, it's eleven. That's I, a lot, I it think, tastes like a seven or eight percent. I think after a pint, I think I'd struggle to do another pint. Yeah, because it's, um, it's quite rich and thick. Or yeah. So this is uh, yeah, ex experience eleven or something. It's not actually meant to be released, so uh, not yet. Anyway. Oh, is this so like it's a little cheeky, uh, cheeky preview. Yeah, We've got yeah. a promo beer. Yeah, yeah, another one. Oh, wow. That yeah. is something else. So it's meant to be a smoked porter, so I, I, all of the notes I've sort of prepared for it are uh, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, start. Great start. The rest of them are all labelled, though, so sure. we're all right. Okay. Well, um, let's... Right, let's do this. Are we going to review... Are we going to rate this one? Because right. I'd like to. Let's do that first, and then we'll get the bar snuck out. Yeah? See, I'm interested yeah. in what your ratings are going to be, because you ain't had a beer for a, a month. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've been drinking this month. How much so. alcohol could you taste in that? Because the thing that first alerted me to the fact that that's not the smoke porter was that I could taste a bit more alcohol in it than I, I wouldn't expecting. have said that was 11%. No, I would I have said go. that was about 7 Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Which is quite interesting, but that can be quite um, deceiving. If you were going to try and have a couple of pints of that, you you really will fill two pints at yeah. 11%, you won't you? But you wouldn't. If you were in a pub, you'd get served two-thirds of that maximum. Yeah. They just wouldn't serve you anymore. Yeah. yeah. I tell you what, though, that's got all... It's got so, it's, it's rich. It's um, it's like a dark, nooky brown now, because it's yeah. quite sweet. Yeah. Um, it's, not got, it's not got that, like... If you were to buy, like, a an 11% can or a 10% can of lager... Like or you know your special brews and your your stupid strengths, you know that it's just vile. When you have that sip, it's like oh my god, yeah. that's fucking yeah, strong. Yeah. You don't get that. No. It's still like got a nice pleasant taste. It's, got, it's very palatable. I mm. I think it's one of those ones that it, see that's an ideal that's an ideal drink starter for me. Yeah, that's an ideal any sort of session. A good night will start on quite a strong stout. Yeah, and um, and well, we all know where it leads. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's probably heard the last yeah. love beer episode. Um, well, I genuinely didn't intend to start as we started the last one, but there we go. <laughs> I think you did. I think that was complete. <laughs> yeah. Pull it back, pull it back, because you've turned up with this very camp what small would, yeah, yeah. bag. What would you give that out of five? Right. Are you going to go first, mate? 
Because I don't feel like, although I haven't drunk for a while, it's only a month. I feel like back on my back on the horse. Yeah, really, I was expecting away. something that strong to have more of a more of a kick. Yeah, having not drunk. Um, I would give that for what it is. That's not, obviously not a session drink, is it? You're not going to go mm. out and smash pints of that. But if I was to sit down here watching a bit of UFC or something with a bottle of that, I'd say that's a four out of five. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because it's the first one. I, I don't want to go crazy, but it's, it, I, uh, at l- it's at least a four out of five for me. Cool. That's um, about. That's yeah. what I rated it as well. Four out of five is nice. Good All start. Right, cool. Across the board, strong start there, yeah, mate. Strong, strong start, fucking start. Yeah. Make sure I have a bit more on that, seeing as you didn't mean to well, I've, whip yeah, it I'm out. I'm not sure I want to smash it too far. Right, mm. so in this, in this camp bag, mm. I've got right, bag. a Kilner jar Hello. full what? of warm water. What? Which what is keeping, gonna, what hopefully, is keeping... Oh, mate, if this is... What onion, the hell? Onion rings. Wow. That's my go-to bar snack, personally. Wow. I Are love it. My God. Have you I made them? You no, no, I picked them up from... Uh, they're fresh okay, from their local Kentish pub. Oh, my God. It's from my local, uh, the Bull Inn in Linton. Oh, man. Okay, you've just won. Mm. They were better fresh, but... Mate, do you ever have onion ring bar snacks in Essex? Have you ever heard of that? Never. Oh, my God. No, fucking luck. Gets the white wipes out. Get the white wipes out. Um, I need a photo of them. Mm. There's a lot of dead air here while we're destroying yeah. these onion rings. They are amazing. They are good. Obviously homemade. And what, you just get them... Like that's is it a common feature to have onion rings like that, mate? I'd say most of the lads in there would be going for um, the peanuts and that, but I just I don't know. I've always got onion rings. Yeah. Because as a vegetarian, you kind of put scratchings. Yeah, So yeah, to get yeah, that yeah. nice like fatty filling. Oh. Well, you do get that. You get a crunch, and you get that strange consistency with a yeah. pork scratching being the onion. That's better than a pork scratch. And the onion's not really soggy in it. It's still got a little bit of crisp mm, to it, which yeah. is lovely. That's better than a pork scratching. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't really dig them as much as I have done in the past pork scratchings, yeah. but they are a, they are a solid bar. Yeah. Cornerstone of a incredible. bar, isn't it? Absolutely they, um, incredible. They don't do a lot right at the Bull in Linton, but they definitely mm. do their onion rings right. What, 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 um, what can you expect to see at the ball then? Well, it's a very, uh, it's a very local locals pub. So they've got the meat carvery, where it's just a massive meat on a Sunday. Uh, it's a Shepherd Neen pub, so it's sort of fairly generic ales and stuff like that. But they've got an amazing view. And they've got one decent lager on at a time, and they do really good onion rings. So, and it's like a mile and a half walk. That's so. that's that's good enough. Is that to your visit. local? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good enough reason to visit. Absolutely. What's your local round here, Shu? Um, haven't really got one. Um, I used to drink in a pub called The Ball, um, right. and it was untouched and very old, and it got bought out and turned into like some kind of sort of gastro type pub. And and don't get me wrong, it looks nice in mm-hmm. there, but it's it's just not what if I want to go out for a drink, yeah. I like a dirty old pub. Yeah. Um. There's, there's, there's a small village near here called Allsit, mm-hmm. and there's a pub there called the Fox Sand, and they right. have nice beers in there. It's very old, log fire, dartboard, 
and, uh, and proper pub. Yeah, and it's, yeah. that's 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 what I like from a pub. Yeah. Um, I also also quite like a jukebox. You know, not blaring out, but mm-hmm. if I've had a few beers and I'm playing darts or I'm playing mm. pool, then it's sometimes quite nice to have a jukebox. But yeah, I'll, I'm quite happy to sit in the corner of a pub with a log fire on and, and drink some real ale and talk some shit with my mates. I think that's one of the best ways. I'm to... 40 fucking four. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Do you know what? A, a, even, but I, that, that, even as a youngster had a yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. To, maybe it's because you, you'd spend it with your family in those sort of yeah. places on holiday. There's there's nothing wrong with that. that there's everything right with that when in terms of... Every time we went swimming, mm. when, we, when we went up in the mountains, every pub we found, or even when we was back at the um, where we stayed, yeah, it was yeah. like, right, get that fire going. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, beers, fire. Bob's your uncle. Red wine, nice views. And then yeah. back upstairs and I like, for, I also, for some sex. We made some beautiful love. Yeah. Um, I also like a pub where I can take my dog. Mm. Yeah. Like and there's not that many pubs that let you take dogs in, yeah. and so it's always quite nice. My if dog's you can... a bit of a nightmare in the pubs. She's yeah. quite over friendly, yeah, and energetic. So you got <laughs> you got a boxer dog, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's quite energetic for a boxer dog. So, yeah, and she's pucker. Yeah, she's good fun. Yeah, yeah. She's been out in the van with me today, actually. Yeah, she, she yeah. If you can handle her, if you're into, if you're into if you're a dog person, she's lovely. Yeah, but if you're not, she we've got a, the DPD driver. He's a lovely bloke, always delivers around to mine. But he's um, he's like a South American, so the uh, their relationship with dogs is a bit sketchy anyway. And every time he delivers, Sybil, the boxer dog, is like she always like peeps around the peeps around a little bit, and you can see him edging back a little bit because she just wants to say hello. Yeah, but he's like. I'm going to get mauled to death. Yeah. And he's not got around it yet. He's, it's, been a f- it's been a year now and he's still not quite all right Brilliant. with that. I like the fact that rather than just run out there and see him peers around the corner first just to start fucking scaring <laughs> yeah. the shit out of him. Well, she used to run straight for him and I think she knows yeah. she can't do that now. So she does just peek her head around. Yeah. And what he can't see is her tail going like yeah, the clappers yeah, yeah, behind yeah, yeah. it because it's behind the fence now. So yeah, she's peeking it around. And yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's a good dog. Yeah, dogs rule. Dogs rule. I just add another one of those onion rings and listen if you are have a pub or if you go to um, you've got a local that you frequent you need to say get some homemade deep fried onion rings on the fucking go because they are going to sell like hot cakes yeah like word hot onion rings hot yeah. deep fried onion rings <laughs> yeah right look we've done one already it's and it ain't even meant to be now yeah, yeah. So, well, you're yeah, always going to yeah. get one by angels and demons. Yeah, not the really strong one that I wanted to say for myself. These <laughs> 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 bloody black label bottle. That was pretty. That was pretty gangster. Right. While you're um, prepping this beer, I'm going to prep my first snack. Go on, then. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, this I love this snack. This right. is this is one hell of a snack you're whipping out here. It's not so much a bar snack, is it? This. No. It to me. Uh, I would, in fairness, it's probably not the best beer-related snack. This is, if I'm on the red wine, which I, I drink a lot of, um, this is a good wine base. Obviously, it's cheese. Um, but being a ruddy, bloody bloke, mm. you have to have hot stuff, don't you? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, just your, your it's just manhood. your, it's not the most classiest of cheese. It's just, uh, it's the Mexicana, which is... Uh, a, a, a spicy cheese. It's a Moorish cheese. Yeah. And first time I looked at Mexicana, I was like, get out of it. That's not going to compete with a Stilton. 
But that is almost like a bit of a session cheese, isn't it, the Mexicano? You can once you start on that stuff, <laughs> you can't stop. Can no, you? no, session cheese. Spicy. Oh. We do need to get um, uh, a cheese freak in, don't we? To just because I'm, I'm not up to speed on no, cheese. No, I don't know much. Like, cheese, I, you know, I, I'll go into the cheese counter and I'll just buy probably the five same cheeses every time yeah. and uh, I don't really know what I'm talking about I mm. did have um, Alex James from Blur's I went to the Cotswolds a yeah. little farm shop out there mm. and uh, and they sold his cheese at the time which was a blue cheese and cleverly called Blue Monday uh, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of blue cheese mm. and uh, it it's, weren't that great but there was one called Stinking Bishop which we yeah. bought and when people say there's a smelly cheese, I mean, that yeah. literally smell of a dirt box. Yeah. But <laughs> it tastes, if you could get it past your nose, it was absolutely yeah, incredible. I've had that one, mate. And, and I know it's a cracker. And while we're talking about crackers, You're gonna get the crackers I'm going to bust oh, a few crackers okay. out. Um, so um, this is one of my favourite... Um, Snacks. When there, did you um, when did Thank you it. discover the Mexicana cheese, mate? Oh blimey! It, uh, I was in uh, deepest darkest okay. Mexico, and uh, yeah. no, I have absolutely no idea. It was just some <laughs> that I just was in Sainsbury's or something. I was like, oh, look, a spicy one. Let's try that. So I bought a spicy cheese, and uh, it was a relative, relatively new discovery, like the last three or four years for me. Oh, it's up there with garlic bread, mate. It's a revelation. Like, but um, it's a good bit of cheese. Mm. It's a good like. I don't know. I'm no cheese expert, but if I'm having a beer and I want something with a little bit of a kick, it's not bad. That yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's got, got a bit of kick. Nice texture. Mm. There awesome. we go. You like a bit of cheese, Charles? Yeah, I love it. I, I'm really into blue cheese. Mm. Yeah, yeah, love a love a bit of blue cheese. What when it starts to taste like paracetamol? No, no, bit. not quite. I like <laughs> a Stilton, like uh, yeah, almost a mature Stilton, I guess, mm. but not too much. We were down in Brighton the other day, and they've got. Uh, we went to the Brighton Sausage Factory. Sausage shop, I don't know, one of them. You used to go there soon, didn't you? <laughs> we had a sausage shop in Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got a cheese counter there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking have so many innuendos. <laughs> you shouldn't have walked into that one. I should have thought. Right. What are we drinking? We've got, uh, I've sort of brought this one along to fuck with you a little bit. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You stitched us up with the first one. You went, oh, it's this, it's this one. Oh, it's actually yeah, 11%. Oh, actually, yeah, it's actually 11%. This is, uh, what is it, Sriracha and Rosemary Funky Pale. It's Little Earth Project. What? By Little Earth Project. Um... Yeah. Wow, that has got the most unique smell. Give it a take. This guy, um, so this is like the less, he does a lot of sour beers, and this is the least sour one that he does. Um, so the ones that 6. he's got. 6.2. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what, mate. I said it earlier, how lucky we are. That is insane. It's got, wow, that's got it's some got strange aftertaste. Yeah, yeah. It's that got is the weirdest beer I've drunk in my life. So, the Can thing, I read from the bottle? Do you want me to? Yeah, crack on, yeah. Do you, you want to get some stuff in first? Well, no, I... no. I, I don't read the bottles, so it's always quite interesting when you crack on with one of them. That no, like, smells interesting. Like interesting. That is so weird. Mm. He's got a really good story as well, yeah. um, which we'll crack on to in a little bit. But it's, it's, got a t- it's spicy. It's a spicy beer. We're just having a Mexicana cheese as well. So actually, you can really taste that in there, can't you? What was the other? What's the other ingredient? Rosemary. Rosemary. I can taste ginger in that. Mad. That's like nothing I've ever tried. I've never yeah. tried a beer anywhere close to that, mate. So uh, you're going to read the read it out, and then Charles, you give very, us a story. Yeah? Very small text. Um, we are always trying to match interesting flavours, both local and sourced from around the world. Sriracha, um, our hops split. Um, sorry, Ace hops split opinion with their big bold flavours. Lemon coconut and a big herbal hit. What could we match that with? We already thought that the funky fruity nature of the Bretonomyces in our mixed culture might complement these potent hops, but we are unsure of how to bring them all together. When walking to the brewery one spring morning, we smelt the strong whiff of rosemary, Ricinius rosemary. So I'm reading this like a real it is super super small tiny yeah yeah. with our neighbor's kind permission we packed several hundred grams of leaves from the rather overgrown plant to add to a beer we thought would stand up and complement the strong flavor the finished beer is a barrel aged parallel that has sat on hops and herb for many months and held together with the funk from our house culture it's a lot going on there the 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 texture of the beer is different it's it's I can't explain it. I really liked it. I was expecting it to be a lot more sour than that, so I'm quite glad that it's it's sort of at a palatable level. Yeah. He did say, "I said I've got I'm doing a podcast with two blokes from Essex," and he's yeah. like, "Right, well, that one will probably suit him a bit better." Yeah, because um, as I say, he normally does sour beers. Um, sour beers are exactly right. what what it sounds like. They're like tang plastics, you know, proper proper mm-hmm. sour. Um, what makes this guy different is that he uses all of his own yeast cultures or brets them a little bit. So um, you mentioned what was it, Bretty? Bretty something or other. Yeah. Uh, but that's the type of yeast culture. You usually use a different type, which is better for brewing. Brett gives a bit of a harder character. Um, but what I liked about this brewery, um, it's just ev- literally everything about it. I got It was the last on the tour. I got there about five, six o'clock at night, and he was still brewing. Um, his father was like one of the first people to get into solar panels back in the day. So he's right. a proper old hippie. Yeah. Um, all of the brewery is powered by a um, like a boiler. It's all wood wood powered. All the electricity, all the heating is done by that. It's all brew. All the heat to make the brewing happen is done by logs. That's um, 
The majority of the yeast is collected from outside. He grows all of his own hops, as much of his own barley as possible. Um, low waste, so he's constantly reusing all of the barley as, as pig feed and all that sort of thing. Um, and everything that he does, the reason why it's called Little Earth Project is because it's all trying to gather as much ingredients from the local area. So like it just said, it collected the rosemary from around the corner, gets the yeast from around the corner, grows his own hops in the Suffolk soil and all that sort of thing. And he's just such a nice guy, really chilled and this lovely. I love that idea, Charles. And we spoke about this before. Sorry to cut in. That's all right. I'm, I was done. Yeah, yeah. Is the fact that I think it, we, we, this idea of globalisation, it, it's not that great for the environment, as we know. And being having this autonomy between villages is good, one, because you're not having air miles for any of the food. And you're then getting to use the local produce around, yeah. which is good for mm. your neighbouring things. So everyone's getting to getting to eat off of that, that you know, because the money's being kept and spread around. It's not being shipped out overseas and stuff like that. And then you also get this thing where you can go to that area and try something different. Mm. So you're not like if we had more of this across as culture uh, in a culture, no matter what it was, whether it was your food, your drink, any drink, not alcoholic, just any drink, yep. your clothes, mm -hmm. you'd have such massive diversity everywhere. Mm in every region you visited and it would be a great reason to travel because yeah. you'd have that I've never had a beer remotely close to that no, and I if I was a, a brewery or if I was a you know I, I would want to have that on tap even just for a, a little bit period of time because people are going to come in there and they're going to be like wow that's that's different you're you, gonna, it's you spicy watch, though that you will watch people at the bar drink that and go and watch their reaction and yeah. go what are you drinking yeah yeah I want to, and, and whether they're like, because it's going to be split, you're going to get people going, nah, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, and I think at that point, you'd be like, can I have half of that? Because you're hmm. going to want to try it, aren't you? I you'd think, go I back to that place if they were that creative with, with their purchases. Definitely. I ain't trying to sell that. I can't help but sell no, cr the creativity think, in that. I think we are changing as well in, in regards to, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but I do believe that it is pretty much across the board now that people want a little bit more from going out they don't just want to go and have five pints of Stella yeah and, and, a, and a bag of cheese and onion McCoy's no. I'm, I'm sure that's great and, and, and I still do that but if you go out you want to try some I know everyone says fucking hipsters drinking gin and fucking rum and oh god you fucking banging on about this whiskey and what but it's good, isn't it, to try these things yeah. and like go out and uh, and experience and, and and try some new whiskies, try some new beers, and try some different flavours. All it's going to do is just fucking turn you on to other stuff. And also, most of the time, these um, you know, in Essex, for example, you could have a, a bar on the outskirts of Essex, and there's like fifty breweries you could pick from. And I don't understand people's obsession with getting beer that's brewed, probably not even in England, by a conglomerate that is owned almost definitely outside of England. With yeah. That probably doesn't pay any taxes anyway. When you've got a, a plethora of breweries now that will cater to your every taste need, yeah. literally on your doorstep. And you're, you're helping your next door neighbour yeah. rather than some, some tosser that actually doesn't give a shit about anything going on in your no. area. And we'll talk about the bottom line. And it's, yeah. it's difficult because... I mean, there's a time and a place for Heineken business, and stuff like that. Don't, don't get me wrong, though. trade and, and stuff like that. But we just so overlook the fact that this does good. It does good for your yeah. community. And it sounds so fucking hippie. And I'm not trying to preach with it. It's just 
short-sighted to not see it like that. But I wouldn't want to. my issue. More so now than ever. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go out and drink craft beer every night. You know, sometimes I just want to go out and have a party, have a pint of lager, sure. whatever. Sure. It, you know, there's a time and a place for for Fosters or, or anything really. But I don't get this attitude where it's the ex- it's either or. You know, it's craft beer or lager. Yeah. Um, it's just detrimental. And actually, you're shutting off. Like I say, you're taking money out of your neighbours' pockets and giving it to some faceless German-owned company. Mm. Mm. Word. <laughs> and, 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 um, and that's got a jazzy old fucking glass. Justin, you're missing out here, blood. <laughs> <laughs> really twist the you knife. Sh- you, you, you re- yeah, you're gutted. Yeah. It's a nice glass, that. So what, what were we saying on the tasting notes? Complicated. So complicated. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go three on that because it's... Um, it's interesting, but I, I wouldn't drink a pint of that. No. I'd, I'd do a pint. I wouldn't do any more. But I'd do it for different reasons that I have to stout. That is out of absolute curiosity. And the fact that it's it's it has a very utterly unique flavour. Yep, absolutely. There's, um, um, sp- it's got a spicy tang to it. So I'm writing these down. Um, so sour beers are like pitched to be the next big thing in the industry. You've really got to work to get your head around them, though. I mean, I've I've been sort of tasting the occasional sure. sour beer for like that's not even sour, but for the last year or so, I've been t- and just about getting my head around the taste. Okay, it's it's a very strange way of brewing beer, but it's actually more authentic. It's closer to what it would have been um, two hundred years ago or something like that. What what I mean sour? So how does it how's the brewing process different then? Uh, they use a different yeast most of the time. Yeah. Um, so like that. As it said, uh, is used is predominantly Brett or a type of uh, yeah. type of yeast called Brett. Uh, I think normal brewings the abbreviation is SICK, but I can't remember SIC, but I can't mm-hmm. remember the full uh, full name. Yeah. Um, but you know, with that one, he's collected wild yeast, which will have um, its own flavour from the local okay. area, and that it will be a culture of you know probably hundreds of different yeast, which will um, We'll just sour it. It just gives a sour flavour. And then others do kettle souring, which is using a bit of yoghurt or lactose and souring right. that with um, a, a yoghurt yeast. Or that certainly sounds a bit weird. It is weird. It? I, I sort of quite good in a later one to bring like a thoroughbred sour. I've actually yeah, got sure. a sour by a Northern Monk, which I'm sort of keeping for myself because I'm going to try it. <laughs> Crack it open. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, Northern Monk are one of the better breweries in the country at the moment and they um, did the sour. So I thought it's called World Gone Sour, which is a homage to uh, the Trump yep. um, phenomenon. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought if anyone's going to do like a good sour I can get involved with, it's probably going to be them. Uh, so what would you rate it? Right. I'm gonna give it. I get. I give. I, I agree with Stuart again. I'm gonna yeah. give it a three. I'm tempted to give it a three and a half just because of the fucking uniqueness of it. But I I'm think. Gonna... I think I'd probably go three and a half because yeah. I was uh, expecting something to be a lot more sour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I could drink probably a pint of that. I think you're right. I, I think I'll probably stop after a pint. I would be unhappy with that. But either. I keep coming back to it. I like a, a proper hard cider as well. So that's I like quite similar cider. to that. Okay, so. Shall we have a quick? But while 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 Charles sets up the next beer, so you've just um, well, you, I knew that you brought one more to the table, and I thought I'd prep it for you. So thank you very much, uh, Monsieur. So one of my traditional bar snacks. This is old school as fuck. Yeah. Um, is the uh, humble Scotch egg. Um, obviously Charles doesn't eat meat, so sorry, mate. Can't get involved That's in right. this one. Although I was a vegetarian for eight years, and for about six of them, ate Scotch eggs. Didn't realise. Love that. 
Um, and, I, and I also ate the um, other bar snack I've got coming up. <laughs> and that's not vegetarian either? No, it's not. No. Is it like a pepperoni? <laughs> no, no. It's, no. It's equally as fucking stupid of me. But, I did, um, um, I did used to, when I ate meat, I did used to enjoy a scotch egg. So mm. I can, I've not I can remember. Yeah. I've not had a scotch egg like that. Uh, my kids have like the little picnic eggs type mm. ones in their lunch boxes. But I haven't had a scotch egg, blimey, since... The 80s, so this, this could be quite interesting. I had a, a vegetarian scotch egg a little while ago. Um, I, it was like a falafel mixture on the outside mm-hmm. of it, and it Makes was sense. really good, yeah. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. So it is possible, they are out there. We are, yeah. Um, and you can get them in a lot of, um, they do some good ones in some of the hipster bars in yeah. Shoreditch and that. You get a proper homemade scotch egg with mm. a bit of um, a little something, something on the side, like a bit of pickle, a moustache, or a bit of chutney, mm. and it's. That's a that's a mind blower. That yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a solid bar snack. Bit bit hipster. Really nice, by the way. Yeah, you like that one. Mm. It's a, that's a standard one as well. It's not mm. no, nothing too no frills on that one. No, it was a te- it was a spa value one. It was a spa value. I, I was yeah. pushed for time today because yeah. I've been on a uh, speed awareness course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Some fucking chud, I tell you. But the course was good. I actually learned some stuff off it, right? And there was a geezer sat opposite me. We're going to call him Neo. Because he was wearing a big black trench coat, brilliant. And he was a judge, and he didn't he didn't reveal that he was a judge first of all. And one of the uh, the uh, the two guys who done the sort of like the course, good blokes, did a really good job of it. Because obviously obviously people don't really want to be there. They went. Does anyone think they won't learn anything here today? And obviously this prick puts his hand up, and I just thought, yeah, right. How do you know if you're going to learn something or not? What a dickhead a sense of opinion. Yeah. I don't want to be there. But who knows what you're going to learn off people. And anyway, in about 10 minutes, then he reveals that he's a fucking judge. And I thought, that is, how can you be a judge if you have a preconceived idea of something? So then that was pretty much my goal to uh, show him up whenever he said anything. <laughs> I was fucking cunting this guy off to about 40 people every time he tripped up. I was on this guy. I was doing it in my cheeky way, but I wasn't letting him get in the way with yeah. shit. Yeah, he was not. An, he was a bit of an annoying person. I, I had to do one a few years ago as well, speed awareness, yeah. and I genuinely thought it was all right. It's, yeah. it's worthwhile doing to not get the three points. I can't believe I came away. I was like, "Fuck, I have learned." Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't, didn't think that it was going to change my life, but I actually did genuinely learn. It's made me think stuff. Oh, that's really good. That's oh, what we got, Charles? What we got? Yeah. Um, this is probably you go first, Joey. Cool. I've got a map. Probably. Probably a high, one of the top, probably my favourite brewer um, that I visited while I was out there. So this is a Helles Lager, and that's got some serious amounts of honey in it. That's well for me anyway. I'm tasting a lot of honey. That's delicious. Mm. Really? Oh, she's so exciting. It's really nice. Um, but yeah, these guys—they were in. I was staying in the village. Um, actually, on the run up to really, really nice guys. Um, and on the run up to them, on the M something or other, M1, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was the M1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was like the worst crash I've ever seen in my life. A couple of people died. A lorry overturned, really? spilled its load over two lanes, uh, the, both sides of the motorway. Uh, and I was there for six hours um, in this traffic jam. And um, that was on the run up to these and just sort of had a chat with them and let them know what was going on. And ended up, I was going to go to them and then drive back down south. So I actually, because of it, ended up getting a hotel in their village, staying there and doing a few more on the way down anyway. 
Um, while I was stuck on the M1, I realised that I've got a kettle and a camp stove in the back of it. So I started making tea. I did and, see like, your people, picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, like, I, I was just like, I've got a kettle, but I've got no tea or coffee. And somebody was like, being a northerner, I've got a stash of tea in the van. So <laughs> brought that out. Somebody had some biscuits, so brought them out. And we just, for, honestly, the nicest group of people you could possibly be stuck in a traffic jam with, just on the motorway, proper having a laugh. Um, but yeah, then the upshot is that I woke up in Moulton literally rolled out of bed i was down walk, within walking distance of brass castle and it was the nicest brewery like just i went in and they're all punk rockers what, what what's it called brass castle or brass if, castle if you're in the north it'll be brass castle Brass Castle. yeah um i never noticed how posh i sound until like, they were going yeah brass castle and all that yeah. and i was like castle. brass castle <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah all punk rockers like go in there they had some proper hardcore punk on yeah. All with mohawks, tats, and that. The, the owner is just a proper nice, like, down to earth bit, bit of a hippie, I guess. But he's just sort of, just really down to earth. And they've just got this little alternative thing going on there. Don't look like much from the outside. And you go in, and they've just got some of the the best beer going on in there. Well, it looks like they've got some of the best beer. And now I've tasted that. I can confirm. The branding's really good. Um, it's in a can. This one. The first two are in the bottles. The rest um, of them are all in cans now. Um, yeah. Light refreshing Munich health style lager, gluten free. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 design really does reflect the flavour. Four point four, that one. All, all of their that's their new branding actually. So they'd be quite happy that you're liking it. Yeah, but all of their really new colourful. labels are like that. It's got that. It's got that lovely matte finish, which it was which one, of those, love. Yeah. one of those. Yeah, one of those stops. Um, I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That matte finish is lovely. But I, I intended to spend half an hour in there 45 minutes and walked out of there having not stopped talking to him and cocktails getting on for two hours we've just been sat around chatting and just talking about music they showed me around the little brewery that they've got spoke to their brewers just really nice really 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 nice what more do you want from a morning like I just, you yeah. know I'm, I'm, I'm a bit drunk already now but um the thought of walking into an independent brewery full of hippies and punks and just talking about beer and music yeah, that's a good day. That's really that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had a sip of that lager. That lager destroys any lager yeah. you can get on a tap in in any mainstream pub. That lager is off the chart. That also you could you could, you could just have the best night on that. It's so nice. It's spectacular. It's not. It's not overly. It's not like you can taste a, a honey edge to it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got but straight not, away. But not an overpowering or that's a bit sickly. Yeah, no, not it's not too It's still sweet. crisp it's as the, fuck. Um, it's the aftertaste yeah. of honey almost, isn't it? It is the aftertaste of honey. It doesn't have the, the sweet stickiness of the, say, like the stout we had to start with. We need to go and see them guys. Yeah, well, I'm trying to hook them up with uh, oh, Electric mate, Bear to do a collaboration. I mean, they're, up, they're right up by York. Um, I mean, that is, you've, we've demolished that. Um, that in can seconds. and yeah it's, so it's gone easy. yeah it's so easy to drink that's a lot that's a real lager that like, yeah it doesn't have the you know that sort of i don't know when i drink things like carlin or carlsberg or foster's there's that sort of almost chemical twang it's the chemical twang always and there's nothing like that in there is there? not at all i mean i think maybe that you could never really get that or something that's so that's distributed nationwide mm. like that. That's because you've previously spoke about that, Charles. Like what they have to put in the beers yeah, of course. to get a consistency and flavour. Then just don't. You don't need to be like we don't need to have those. We don't need that when that is a superior quality. Yeah, you know. 
That is, that is it's really head nice. Head and shoulders above. It's banging, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Very, very good. Uh, and the best, well, not the best thing about the beer, because the beer speaks for itself, but if you flip that can upside down without spilling it over yourself, look at the logo and turn that upside down. No, no, the logo on the side of it. And then, yeah, Brass Castle, and then turn it upside down. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten what they're called, but it's got letters. It's like the daddy's sauce bottle, isn't it? Basically, so yeah, it says Brass Castle, no matter what way yeah, you turn. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Which is trippy when you realise it for yourself. Let's not stand on what is it? Tradition. What's that? What's this kind of turn of phrase I'm trying to say here? Uh, I think the beer might be kicking in later. <laughs> <laughs> the Imperial Stout's catching you up. Um, right. Okay. Let's not fuck around. It's a 4.5. In terms of lager, as lagers go, it's a 4.5 for me, no? I can't fuck around with that. I can't tell you a better lager. I mean, that's on the level of Michelin. I'd, I'd go pretty close. Actually, I think, yes, I was going to go 7.5, but then I thought that's, wow. that's high praise. But yeah, 4.5, I think, is pretty fair. Um, I, uh, the first two we've tried, I thought, yep, I could drink half of that and I'd Good enjoy experience. that. I could drink a pint of that. That'd be quite tasty. That's got all the things that I love about a taste where I think even if I had one can of that, I'd really enjoy that. But I also think I could drink a fair few of them on a night mm. and just think, do you know what? That goes down too easy. It's beautiful. And I'm going for a five. Hey. Whoa. Well done, Brass Huge. Castle. Brass Castle. Well done, Brass Castle. Brass, Brass Castle. Castle. And only 4.4%. Yeah. So you can have eight of those and still drive home. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just joking. Yeah, course. that's not drinking responsibly. Just joking. Stopping, Just joking. stopping at the Brass Castle for yeah, a brass. Yeah. Well, Brass Castle down south sounds like something else, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, well done, guys. I mean, that is a really... That has impressed me beyond belief. Cheers, Stu. Um, yeah, so I've got a, a sour beer from them and a session IPA to try at some point in the next month. Splendid. Splendid. So, yeah. Yeah, well, Brass Castle. Also. And, and the glass is cool. Again, that gla- what, they've, yeah. they've got their branding. They've got that on point. What we haven't done previously on any of your um, appearances is ask our listeners to, um, if you've got beers that you recommend or a brewery in your area that you think Charlie should go to. Yeah. Or, or we should go and um, record the- a podcast at, then... Then hook us up because yeah. you know Charles is obviously constantly going and looking for new beers. The next areas for me are um, Surrey, Sussex, and Essex because right. they're all all in sort of a catchment area. I know Sussex for a fact has got it's another one of these sort of quite insular areas where the beer doesn't really come out, and as soon as you dip into it, you realise there's hundred different breweries in that area. Is there really quite a lot down there? Do you in in Sussex, yeah, there's an awful lot. How many yeah. do you reckon off top your head? I haven't got a clue, mate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't More even than like ten. To. The thing is, you go to one brewery and you find four or five and then you go to another one and four or five more pop out and you start getting on this the um, mind boggles that there's that many out there doesn't brilliant. it really don't it don't you just yeah think, yeah all fuck? our pubs are still full up with shit like yeah. Stella I can't, and I, always, I, I get I, I you know my mates call me really pretentious in Basden because I'll when we go into bars and that and I'll look at the taps and then I'll look behind the counter and I'm like I'm all right yeah, well, I'm all right. I don't, I don't I mean, want to drink that. I, I think, think I think I'll 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 Guinness. Think, yeah, that's about as say, yeah. 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 You, you weren't going to say a diet coke then, was you? No. Um, I, I'm exactly the same. If I walk in and I can just see Carlin, Foster's, I won't drink and, it. and I just think, oh, I just don't want to drink that. No. And like, and 
the issue is with, uh, I think we sort of touched on it briefly, but a lot of pubs are tied in. So they've got a contract that of will course. keep them tied in for 15 years and it costs a hell of a lot to get out of them. And quite often the only way they can get out of these contracts is either by going bust or buying out of the, of the contract. That's why you'll see a local pub shut down, get bought out, and all of a sudden it's got a decent range of ales on mm. and all that sort of thing. Because right. up until that point, the brewery has just locked that down completely. That's why London's got such a shit bar scene. You go into any pub in London, you've got just a crap variety of beers, except for the craft beer companies, because mm. they're so profitable. Everybody finishes work, goes into a pub. You're never going to lose money in a pub in London. So they just keep up in these contracts, 15-year contracts, 20-year contracts, just keeping it in. And the other thing is if you... 15 fo- fucking year contracts. If you void a contract, normally the brewery will send their guys in, the heavies in, to just rip out all the coolers, all your pumps. So then you're left with, if you void it, you're just left with a bar with, with nothing to serve beer on. And it costs, you know, some of the installs I, I quote up are 15 grand plus worth of equipment for sure. a big, big bar. That's, actually, that's a lot of money, especially for your local boozer to, to have to front. That's a hell of a lot of money. Tragic. Yeah. Okay. It's one thing I want to do or get into is buying out these contracts and starting to get into being somebody with the equipment in the bar that can go in. But that'll probably be in five years' time. Maybe do a Kickstarter on it or something. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> I need to stop for a big wee break now because yeah. we drank a lot of lager. Yeah. We didn't want lager. Is it lager or is it beer? I don't really know what the difference there is. There was a mixture actually this time. Yeah. There was lager, stouts, and beers. Yeah. The first one we drunk, as you found out, guys, again, Charles, I think, has accidentally stitched us and him up because he was going to start with a weaker one, but we ended up boshing like an 11 percenter. Yeah, because he didn't actually, wa- he was hoping to save that one, he? was wasn't hoping he? to yeah. save it to have it home. Unlucky, mate, unlucky. Um, yeah, big thanks to Charles for um, coming over and um, bringing his beers. Um, obviously, we'll be tagging him in all of this on mm-hmm. all our social media, so go and... Um, like him and follow him and, and drop him a message saying that you either enjoyed the podcast or you thought we was all absolute you, arseholes. You really need to get be getting involved in these beers, trying some of these beers. Yeah. Whether or not you're doing a little trip, I, f- I really recommend that. And or, or genuinely having a look at what Love Beer can hook yeah. you up with. Speak to Charles and go, uh, yeah, say, hello, mate, I live in wherever. Where's the nearest microbrewery that's mm. worth a look? And I'm sure if he doesn't, if he hasn't been there already, he'll find out for you because... Hey guys, he cares. He does. He yeah. knows. He knows anyway, we don't care enough to carry on talking. Yep. So um, thanks to seventy six for producing. Bradley Acton for uh, mucking about with videos. Yeah. And we'll see you on the other side. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.